everybody, this is another earth-shattering episode of Megasheen. Nick, how are you today? I'm doing good. It's a new day, a new dawn, and you know, <laughs> okay, we got on. some very special guests. It's <laughs> I'm very hella excited about it. Yes. Um, but who do we have? You know, some people don't know because they can't read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad at that. Well, we have, um, let's just say it, we just have Fred Burrows on today. Woo! <laughs> we here, we yeah. in there. We stay in this building. Tatiana. What's up, what's up? DJ Ben, I mean, up in the building. How we doing? Oh. Good shit. Oh, <laughs> 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 this happens all the time on our show. We're like, so what about you? And like, they, they just disappear. <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't sure who they were talking to right then, so I... You? You've only been in the room, my guy. <laughs> yeah, but he said, how are you doing? He didn't say, how are you doing, Ben? So I didn't know, you know? I thought he was talking to the both of us, the Collective Fan Bros. Well, anyway, the Collective Fan Bros are here. Tatiana King-Jones, a.k.a. the Grand Duchess of Tech, is in the house, as is the captain of the spaceship, DJ ben Hamin. And we are here on your territory, so I will calm down and mind my business. But we are so glad you all can come and kick it with us on this lovely, what is it, Wednesday? It is. Unfortunately, <laughs> it is Wednesday, but thank you. Thank you for having us. Like, you know, we are a fan of yours and we appreciate you. You're also Universal Fan Con family. So yeah. that is a big deal to us. And we want to make sure we support the family. Hey, That's cool. you know, we in there. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Victor, how you doing? Um, I'm doing good. Um, we're in the middle of reading season in my in my secret identity job. Uh, I have to look after, you know, future college students. So, you know, we are. Mm. I'm I'm trying to help them make decisions if they want to come to school or not. And that is crazy right now, but um, that's okay. I know that within a few days. Um, I'll get a chance to see a very big movie, so I'm excited about that. Everybody else, I feel like everybody else has already seen it. Are you talking about Black Panther? I am talking about <laughs> Black Panther, and I'm on the D list. I'm not like some people who got to see it already. But, well, uh, first of all, you're not, first of all, you have to be on somebody's list if you're seeing it still two weeks ahead of everybody else, the general public. Right. <laughs> so let's not... The, Right, so don't downplay your your access. Your access is still up there, my my guy. Are you crazy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm 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 actually seeing it somewhat a week beforehand, and but but yeah yeah, it's it's hard because it's everybody's talking about it. I'm trying to avoid everything that I can, and um, some of my students are actually interning, and they already talking about stuff. I'm like, how? Like, how do you even know stuff? But apparently, they know some stuff. Wow. Well, I, you know, I'm going to keep my mouth shut about Black Panther because I personally believe, after seeing it, that people need to go into it just whatever expectations they personally have, whatever their own personal views are, just going into it cold because it's it's going to mean a lot of different things for a lot of different people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I got to see it on opening night because, you know, some of us lonely people over here in Kentucky, you know, we have to don't, wait. Don't hate on Kentucky. <laughs> you know, every once in a while I miss Kentucky. 
every once in a while, but yeah, you know that's a damn lie. That is a lie. But <laughs> I, I can't say that I'm gonna be visiting Kentucky anytime soon. I'm sorry, girl. You know, don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I can. There's some cute um, parts so, about Kentucky. I had some good times down in Murray. I spent like forever down there. So you are uh, a different age, so that that is true. See, you have more refined taste now. Yes. Well, oh no, I'm mad at that. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I know for me personally, ain't shit going on. Nothing going on but the rent, per usual. I am trying not to kill anybody at my job because you know how white wow. people are. Um, <laughs> other than that, oh, I finally, somebody gifted me, uh, one of my, I won't say fans, but a benefactor. Okay. Gifted me with the, uh, a digital copy of Monster Hunter World. So I'm doing that. And that's about all I'm doing. Living life, trying to avoid the police. What police in Kentucky? You know well, you it's a different world. Yeah, you know how they are. Yeah, I think they're nicer where I'm at right now. They're nicer in North Hollywood. They they're nicer in North Hollywood. Uh, well, <laughs> I I can't even get confirmed nor deny that. But what <laughs> is it? Take your word for it. Really quick, really quick. Yeah, they're really nice. For example, I was driving, eating cake in the car, started swerving. They stopped me, asked me what's going on. I said, I'm eating cake. You want something? He said, no, but just be careful. See, and I was like, oh, that was just so clean. So, yeah, so what was... kind of cake were you eating that she was swerving? <laughs> 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 um, it was this white, it was this white cake. I don't know, it was just this white cake coconut. It was coconut cake. Um, but it was really good. I went to Toluca Lake, and they have a good bakery over there. I went to pick up some cake. Shouldn't even had it, but I had it. And, you know, I was trying to do that and try to change songs. And then... Mm-hmm. Victor was basically ghost riding the whip with the cake. <laughs> it sounded like you was doing too much. I was doing too much. <laughs> yeah, I, I do a lot in the car. I mean, for those who... And, Ben, I mean, you're, you know, you live in L.A. now, but for those who have cars we do everything in the car because we're in the car a lot and so i'm trying to do that you know check twitter check you know emails everything in the car and so every once in a while you try to eat in the car and things happen i saw a woman reading a paper in the car and i was like how in the hell are you doing that and concentrating on the road she not (laughs) it was it was just too much but anyway, we got a lot of uh, topics to discuss. Let's pour this tea and get into some Aunt May's tea. All right, let's go ahead. So you... I love that name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is pretty good. I got to give it to you all. <laughs> I like that. So the first thing we're going to talk about is this Venom trailer, this first look. And I'm going to start with our guest. Uh, ben, I mean, what did you think of it? I, I didn't see this Venom trailer that you speak of, so that's all. It, it was, I don't know what was going on. It was odd. Did, did I miss something? Because the only uh, Venom trailer I saw online was like a fan-made Venom trailer. Was it fan-made? I, the one I saw. <laughs> I 
I, I think you might have been duped. Oh, no. I've been, you've been, <laughs> I've been hoodwinked. <laughs> yeah, because I remember you said something. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. Oh, I, is this the one that's made by somebody called Smasher or some place called Smasher? And it had like 2.2 million views? Because if so, it's fan made. Yep. I don't even know. It has some like. Well, I'm asking because I'm looking at it right now, and in the top right. <laughs> but you know, I mean, you can still talk about it. But what's interesting? Let's you know what we really can talk about. Like, yeah, you can talk about how bad it was or good it was. Cause I didn't watch it because I saw fan made was like, no, that's not official. But let's talk about why when fans make it, like, is it ever better than when it when this you know the publishers make it? Like. Uh huh. Is it, you know, I think maybe one time I saw a family trailer that made sense and they even got copied, Deadpool. And yeah. that was like... Yeah. But, but the Deadpool trailer wasn't really fan-made. That was more of a leak of test footage that they'd already shot. But no, there were actually fan-made stuff as well. It was oh, okay. um, that, uh, who else had one? Oh, Cyborg? Like, I don't, again, I don't know if that was test yeah. or it was, it was a combination of things, but... What I know, what I do know, is sometimes with some of these trailers or these fan mates is they're also projects. So, for example, when I uh, used to be at USC, um, a lot of the students will that's a, that's a project um, that they get to do in one of their classes is to make up a trailer, and some of them are slick and then try to release it, you know, online to be like, you know, to prove to their professors or prove to their teachers like, hey, I know it's good because look what happened. And then professors will be like, well, but people are also kind of. Crazy too. Well, that's smart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really like the ones um they did when they did all when Logan came out. Yeah. And then everybody did like the version of Logan for different characters, yeah. like the Stark trailer. Mm -hmm. I even saw one for Woody from um Toy Story. I was like, <laughs> 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 one day I fell into that hole and watched a bunch yeah. of them. And the Woody one I think was one of the funniest things ever. Yeah, I, I sometimes like the ones where you know they get like actors to play different you know, the characters. Like I've seen a lot, I've seen a lot of Robin ones, a lot of Nightwings. They're really good. Oh yeah, oh yeah, those are really good. There's a Batman versus yeah. Predator, yeah, versus Joker. That's really good. Yeah, so I think you know some of those are really good. I was and I was trying to find that Venom one because I remember when you told me I was like, um, let me see, let me fucking find it. <laughs> But then I, I just lost interest because I was, I forgot what, it was the Grammys and I got caught up in the Grammys. Right. Um, and <laughs> the <minimum>. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I had to watch it. Can I say how they had Jay-Z sitting up front all damn oh, night? <laughs> Yo, that motherfucker must have felt like, um, Susan Lucci up in that bitch. Right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's Susan Lucci. Oh, yeah. I feel Lucci like she's been at the front row for thirty years before yeah. she got her. Award. Well, no, I feel like they gave him that. I gave him. They gave him that what icon award. I think that was like, well, we already gave you something big. So yeah, that's the one that cop out awards. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah I think that was It was definitely disrespectful, but you know, it is. It's the Grammys. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's a safe route. Exactly. Ugh, I haven't watched a Grammy since high school. Oh my god! To be completely honest, no, I, I watch I, it on Twitter now. So yeah, I can I do that. I go back and forth. I watch it. You know, there was a lot. The the big thing for me was Blue Ivy, just her hushing her her father. <laughs> that was the night for me. But um, yeah. But you know what? You know, but if if when this trailer comes out. To be honest, I don't think I'm really checking for Venom. I know some people are. What? 
I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, see, well, I'm interested in checking for ben- Venom. I almost said Venom, but Venom. <laughs> I, oh, Ben, that could be your new AKA, Venom. Um, <laughs> even though I'm, yeah, I'm kind of, kind of, like, I'm not, I won't say that I'm mad excited about it. I'm really not, like, I, but I'm interested in it. One thing, though, whenever we see, like, these, these screenshots of Tom Hardy standing there, I'm like, oh, wow, it looks really like Tom Hardy. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't see a character. I don't see Eddie Brock or, or whoever he's, which Venom he's supposed to be. Like, I don't see anybody but him. So mm-hmm. I don't know how to even think about the characterization. Yeah, it's well, just him in a boiler suit. Right. <laughs> which I'm not going to complain. No, I will say that, though. The, the fan-made trailer I thought was interesting because they, in the fan-made trailer, they cast Tom Hardy as a... Um, Jonah Jameson's son, the mm. astronaut, and they had him like being an astronaut right. and his, mm. you know, company finding the Venom thing and right. et cetera. And I know they're kind of doing that in the movie, like there's a company that's involved with it, some corporation that has the Venom, and I think it gives it to him. So I'm waiting to see it. I'm hyped. I just like Tom Hardy, and I like Venom when done right. And you know why not? Like you know, give it a shot. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm gonna give it a shot. I guess it's just over the years. Like I remember, you know, Venom was. I think he was. It get, yeah, he's he's just a well. You know, I take that lie back because he has grown as a character. I was used to him being just like you're just here to be here, um, but now he's kind of grown as a character. There's a little bit more to him. I we'll we'll see how they do it. I think the third. What was it? The third version of. One of the versions of Spider-Man, the movie, when they try to do Venom, was kind of like, uh, okay, I'm out. But we'll see. I'm trying to be open about it. I mean, it's Tom Hardy, and everybody may know that Tom Hardy is one of my ex-husbands. So, therefore, you know, I'm going to be here <laughs> for him and support him. But I don't know. I, I, I don't know. No, I think you're the only one who's like mad excited, Ben. <laughs> like, I, I really just think I, I don't understand that because I mean, I, I, this is my thing. Like, but like, like what people know about, like, really, I'm, I'm, uh, like the last time, at least from a mainstream perspective, the last time you people really, again, mainstream, Ben, listen to that. The people really was fucking with Venom is like Fox Kids. And <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel you. I haven't fucked with him in the comments in forever, but I just yeah. like Tom Hardy. And I think that Sony right now knows that, you know, and I think movie companies in general, like film companies in general, when it comes to uh, superhero films, they realize that you can do very out-of-the-box type films. Yeah. And I, I can't remember who the director of Venom is, but it's somebody who I think is, you know, going to do an out-of-the-box type job. And so I think, you know, if they go that direction, I'm hyped for it. Like, if they go like a really dark, you know, perhaps even leaning into the horror aspect of Venom, mm-hmm. then that shit will be lit. Like, Okay, see, now that, I like that idea. Horror. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's different. There's actually a Venom short film online done by that dude who did uh, that Punisher short film and other, he's done like a few of these short films and the Venom one is really good. Hmm. There's a Venom short film that's really good. It it has the actor from True Blood, the young uh, Sookie's brother. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. 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 Jason Stackhouse? Yeah, Jason Stackhouse. Yeah, yeah. It has him as Venom. It's a dope little joint. It's black and white. Okay. It's a really dope little short film. And that's the tone I hope. Like, I, I'm sure they've seen it, but I hope they take that type of stuff to, into account and go for that. You know, if they go for that. Right. Uh, it could be lit. I just don't want them to waste Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy is a hell of an actor, and I really don't hell want to waste him. Yeah, and I, I don't think he would have taken it on if you know he didn't think it was something worth his time. 
Yeah, and I hope he has a lot of say in it, because usually when he has to say in stuff, it, it goes well. And again, he is a great actor. It's just, I really want them to... I feel like Sony probably knows, like, we have to step it up, because they already... Oh, hell yeah. They took Spider-Man and made it into something that we couldn't do. So hopefully but, they look but into it like that. Well, uh-huh. that's true, too. <laughs> <laughs> they, need, they needed that boost. That's but true. They, they seem to have a good rea- uh, relationship right now. So I think that, you know, they're going to get the hints and, like, yo, do it like this, blah, 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 you know, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, so. good relationship, a.k.a. more money. Yep. <laughs> right. That's true, too. Uh, um, I just want to say something real quick because Tatiana, you know, didn't want to say it, but Black Panther is so damn good. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't care. No, I believe you. I, I, I don't care. It's it's. I believe you. I, I, I totally I've not stopped it. thinking about it since I saw it. I, I cannot stop thinking about it. I, I can't wait to see it again. Yeah, I saw your Twitter. I saw your Twitter, um, which it was interesting because I was like, who didn't believe that you got to talk to Angela Bassett? Like, who was hating right. that? Right. People were denying what happened. Somebody, no, I mean, you know, that's the joke, though. The people were just joking, you know. Saying, oh, okay. It must be Photoshop and stuff. Oh, oh, oh. haters will say it's Photoshop. Got yeah, it. Yeah, haters will say it's Photoshop. Wow. You know? Got it. Yeah, I can't get over that either. That's that's. No, just... you, you met Mother Angela, but uh, Mother, yeah. like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. She, she looked dead in my eyes and smiled. It was one of the greatest I bet that was a lie. I would have probably <laughs> fell out. Take me to the king right now. <laughs> I, was, I was good. Yeah. <laughs> but, Lord, well, yeah. Well, you know what? Well, since we're, we're talking about it, let's talk. I guess we could talk a little bit about what we, what I mean, not what you saw, because we can't talk okay. about that. No, no, none but, of that. Yeah. But more of just like the red carpet. The red carpet, I was in, my car, I was in the car going home, uh-huh. and the picture of Lupita popped up yeah. and, and i i stopped for two i was like okay let me just pull over for a second because i need to tweet about this and like send stuff over and everything i was like that it i was like how did they it, it was just like that is amazing like whoever got that together for her or how right. she worked with to get that together i was like that is amazing she could have just started a movie wearing that i was like wow yeah, and, and, and while obviously Ben was, got the opportunity to physically be there, I was watching online just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I I was just, and, and that was after I saw the, because the, remember, I'm on the East Coast, Ben's on the West Coast. So mm-hmm. I saw the movie, came home and was looking at all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, again, tears. Because mm-hmm. when you combine this, the beauty of the African diaspora and mm-hmm. everything that goes behind it, like in this case, the fashion behind it, the yeah. the culture behind yeah, it. Yeah. And when you saw those people, when you saw everybody walking down the red carpet, when you saw, um, even though he's not there, David Oyelowo was there. Mm-hmm. Um, when you see, I don't know if Sterling was there, but like you said, Lupita, Mother Angela, yeah. um, Chadwick, just, just the way Chadwick Ooh. even came in, he yeah. was stunting. Like, yeah. <laughs> it just... The majesty of it all, the majesty yeah. of just the, the, excuse me, the purple carpet of that Black Panther premiere is almost akin to the majesty of the movie. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah! <I'm> really... <laughs> <laughs> really... Okay, it's akin to like um, 5% like... of the movie. <laughs> to the majesty <laughs> of the movie. 
Nah, I mean, yeah, it just, it I, really though, I, I, I mean, as, as magical and great as the red carpet is, I'm just waiting for, you know, opening day when it is just theaters full of black people yeah. across America yeah. coming yeah. up out of that joint. Yeah. That's uh-huh. what I'm waiting for. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what's interesting is what you guys saw is, is pretty much what we're doing in New York for our Crown Wakanda yeah. event. So on the 15th, Which we're having an event in Brooklyn where it's pretty much the same understanding that yeah. every all these jokes people were having this past few years about what they wearing and they're going to come in like it's a Zamunda. No, we want you to actually do that. And yeah. that purple carpet the other night was, was indicative of what we want to see at our event across the country, across the world, really. Yeah. Because it's yeah. just, it was just a beautiful out, like a visible, a visual outpouring of love. And, it's for, and then not only that, people are going, after they see the movie, as they're sitting there, they're going to be even more proud that they showed up like that. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't, regardless of what you, whether you're going to wear white or whether you're going to wear blue, red, whatever, the way you show up to your wedding, like, you're not going to show up to your wedding in any old outfit. You're not going to show up mm-hmm. to your graduation in any old outfit. You're not going to show up to your prom in any old outfit because these are life events. And while they all have different scales of importance, they're still important. Yeah. And so I, I, I'm even more thrilled that we are making everyone come in their yeah. finest because it's their outward feeling is going to reflect internally as well. Wow. I mean, that's that should be live. Like, I'm really excited for y'all to have this event. Now, I'll, now here, people are just going to do what they're going to do. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go see it a few times. So I'm going to see it at the Arclight because I have to see everything yeah. at the Arclight. I love Arclight. That's my place. I'm very bougie. That's the only place that I go. Um, I understand. That's a very nice theater. I, I, I like that. Um, cool. And I'm also going to go down into the Crenshaw Mall to see it as well. Hell yeah. See Because I have to see it. I have to see it. with Like, I will never forget, um, just because it's always fun to see movies with black folks. And <laughs> I know it's going to be a big, big event. So I'm going down to Crenshaw Mall to see it on my birthday because actually it, it comes out on my birthday. So, oh, so I'm, so I'm really excited. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm going to see it about um, three or four times that for uh, probably more than that because I'll probably be feeling it too much. So I'm going to go see that. Um, and I don't know. I, I'm more excited about not really seeing it before everybody else. I'm more excited to go down to the Crenshaw Mall and to watch mm-hmm. it with black people. I, I will say see it with your peoples by all means because this is a cultural experience. Oh my it's God. not just seeing, even though it's an amazing movie, it's not like just seeing Thor or just seeing Spider-Man. It's, it's mandatory viewing. I believe it. Right. Nick, I'll keep you in my no. thoughts, though. No. <laughs> Say what? I'll keep you in my thoughts, though. <laughs> I will. I see. That was hockey <laughs> shading. Don't be shady. Be a lady. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I know that I'm, I'm going to wear some African shit. And if anybody gives me some business, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll cut that shit off. No. Say what? Tatiana said, you know, it's going to be so, everyone is going to be so appreciative of your African wares. Yes. Well, you know how white folks are. Oh, no, no, oh, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, you ain't even going to be worried about them. You're not going to be worried about them. When you, when you talk about trying not to kill those white folks at your job, that's what you're going to be worried about on Monday. Oh, no, no, for real. 
Yeah, on Monday the 19th, that's going to be your hard time. That's, <laughs> that's your job's going to get hard when you come back from this movie and you feeling yourself like, and oh. <laughs> Yo, white, white people at work are on Monday. What is that? Let's see, 16, 17, 18, 19. On, well, oh. well, that's also press. Isn't that President's Day weekend? So people ain't. Oh, oh, that's so good. That's so good that they get a day off. Yeah, because yes, because they need that buffer because they're going to get killed. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all just be nice and kind and relaxed and, you know, don't start none and won't be none because a boy. Yeah, that, that's going to be the issue. It's, right? like I want, it's like I want y'all to be, uh, y'all already hype. I want everybody to be hype, but I don't want to be so, I, I don't know. It's just like I, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. And when I say ruin, not tell the story, just I don't, I want you to come into your your excitement and all that stuff naturally. Like, I oh, want you to... Hell no. <laughs> ben, just, ben just wants to be like, yeah, 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 I, I get that. Go. No, yeah. I get that. We've already gone. Like, literally, literally, because for the press, they let they dropped the social media embargo at like 1, like 1 a.m. my time. So, one like one ten, we just started tweeting about it, and we already did a video... Uh, reaction about it with, with, yeah. with three of us. So yeah. If, yeah, and so if you've seen that, you saw like we how much we were going in. It's just like I want to tell people obviously go see it four times. Yeah. I want to go see and and, yeah. and I'm not joking. I'm not, I'm not. I'm using hyperbole either. I'm dead ass. See it four times. No, I, I totally agree with you. That's that's how I yeah. that's how I am with a lot of movies. Yeah. Movies yeah, I really like. I do that. I do that a lot. It's quite literally as your duty. As a member of the African diaspora, to see this movie several times, yeah. it's and and not because you're trying to get people money and put money in people people pockets and you ain't trying to build a condo, with you, all that little silly shit people have been saying. No, it's because you need this. You need this. This is so necessary. Yeah. And that's all I'm hope I'm gonna say about it. Stop jumping in, Ben, because you're gonna get me mad. <laughs> No, I'm done. I'm good. Okay. Well, no, I, I, I agree with y'all say. I mean, I totally agree with that. It's going to be, I think we need this. I mean, with the year we've had so far, we yeah. need something that, you know, that will keep us motivated. And, you know, and you spoke a little bit about the haters. They're not really haters, but I don't know who these folks are who are talking about if you, the money you would spend on this, you can actually build. I'm like, that's, that's why I made that reference. I'm not with the Ankh-Rites stupid, like, clownery. <laughs> I don't do that. So... No. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that you try to equate it to being gay. I'm like, okay, I don't know what's happening. What? Right now. What? Yeah, earlier today there was someone saying, um, one guy was saying that, well, there's no, I'll say it, there's no faggots in it, so I guess it's going to be good. And... Wait, 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 wait. Yes, wait. this morning, this morning someone actually, um, we reported him, but he was talking about how, like, well, shoot, he said, well, there's no faggots in Black Panther, so that should be the best thing for us. And then some other stuff about how oh. this is going to... First and foremost, first and foremost, yeah. First and foremost, you're wrong. Um, but I, yep. I'm beside myself, so I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to go too much into it, but I'm beside myself that someone had the audacity to say anything like that. But okay, yeah. okay, you're going to learn today. Yeah, he got he got dragged, but it was just interesting. Like, how how are we doing this today? But you know, regardless of them, we I know a lot of us go out here and support it. We are very excited about it. The merchandise, as I've ta I've taken some pictures at the local Walmart and Target around Los Angeles and um, Burbank. Half of that stuff is gone. Every time Yo, I go there, Target it is gone. Got a wire joint. 
Yeah. A fire ass t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, I, I know Ben and I, like, we've been, well, he's been stalking the the, the commercial side of it. Like, we've been trying to get all of it. And we, he's been telling me, like, one night I was in Walmart, he was like, look here, look there. Like, we were going everywhere. So yeah. I, I was stalking Toys R Us. Like, it was wild. Like, I've never wanted to go pick up a toy like that. that yeah. <laughs> and it's very fascinating because I think about when Wonder Woman, like, again, in Los Angeles, we kind of get a lot of the stuff before everyone else. But how slow it was to see Wonder Woman stuff pop up, and when it did, it did. But the Black Panther stuff, like, it's all over the city. Like, when I drive around, like, North Hollywood, I, I live in North Hollywood, so I'm living next to Burbank and Studio City and all that stuff. It is everywhere. Billboards, the toys, it's... Well, if you can find the toys, you can barely find half of them because you only see certain pieces of it. And I'm like, this is amazing. This is really amazing. It, 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 like this is the last thing I'm gonna say on it. Like I say, it should be such a beautiful thing once it's really out and everyone can watch it. It's yeah. just gonna yeah. be yeah, it's to be something else because the hype is so well deserved. Yeah. It is. And I and I, I and my last note on this is I'll just want the babies to see it because they are going to it this is going to shift a generation. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I believe that. Yeah. So, yeah, let's go ahead and move on, because we can be on this forever and ever. So let's, right. let's get into... Let's get into an actual trailer that yeah. dropped. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer yes. was officially released. So what was everybody's thoughts about it? I'm Fire. ready. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> I, I, was, I was pleased. I, I, I saw what I expected to see. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I love... I'm, I'm, I'm sure they've they've got better at it, but I like seeing the whole, um, the big and the little, and and, and how they try to use that this increase and decrease in size in a creative way. Mm-hmm. So, like even in the trailer, there's several points where you see them, like you see uh, their little tiny microscopic van going under a truck, yeah. and then they enlarge it, and the truck flips upside, and the truck above them flips mm-hmm. upside down, and there's one right. where. They enlarge like a giant mm-hmm. Pez dispenser, a Hello Kitty Pez dispenser, and little <laughs> like stuff that would be considered novelty or something you mm-hmm. wouldn't think twice about. That's just laying around your mm-hmm. house. Imagine if it was fifty feet tall, yeah. and then vice versa. If something huge like the Empire State Building became as tiny as something like like a sm- like a small pen that could fit in your hand, like yeah. I I think that's very clever. And the way it looked, I I, I like um. Was it Evangeline Lilly? Is she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like her as an actress, and I and I and I appreciated her as well. So, I'm a, I was already down with the casting. Um, I, I it just looked good to me, so I didn't have no issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I have to echo what you said, Tatiana. I think it was. It's a good movie. I feel like Paul Rudd does not age at all. He has looked the same. No. He's clueless. <laughs> No, he got uh, younger. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes... Well, never mind. I'm not going to... I've already shaded white people enough today. Um, <laughs> oh, no. They could get it all day, every day, all 2018. <laughs> we know how sometimes some white people look like uh, old milk. When I was going to say, like, white people, well, they, they either age like bananas or milk. You said some old milk. Yeah, you know, it's just old, spoiled whole milk mm-hmm. <laughs> no Paul looked good yeah he, did. Yeah, he does I, I'm, I'm excited for this one yeah I am too and I didn't think I would be at first but I was like no I like this I like that we have a now you know 
I've read Wasp for many years, you know, as a character. She's always, well, it's not really Janet. It's not Janet. It's the no. daughter. And so this is a different one, but I like that this is a stronger Wasp in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I haven't been reading a recent comic or seen her recently, but when I grew up reading, you know, the Avengers, she was kind of like, oh, I'm the fun one and I'm the planner and everything. I mean, she was going through things that we later found out. Um, but at the same time, she was, you know, not really that that type of that tough one. I mean, she was a very good team member, but I just never saw her that way. But to see this version of Wasp, I'm really excited to see. So I feel like she's going to be the one. Like I think it was a line in the trailer that, um, you know, he would like if she was with him, she said you wouldn't got you wouldn't have gotten caught. And I was like, oh, okay, I kind of oh, like that. That's true. That's actually very true, and 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 to your point, I like that they've empowered her much, much more. Obviously, there's been different takes on her, and mm. and she hasn't necessarily been like damsel in distress in in any real means. But mm. I just feel like she can be separated from him, like they like she didn't make him reliant yeah. on him. Um, and to me, that that that's in highly important. Um, and it's, it's just from a narrative perspective, because it's just like I, I just want to see why sometimes I don't need. Even though he's, he's, you know, he's a little cutie. I don't need to see him all over the hood every five minutes. Like, yeah. I'm good. And it's both of y'all in the movie. Y'all both on the title, so. Right. Yeah. I don't think the movie is going to take itself seriously, so that's a plus for me. Yeah. The first one didn't, which I, I appreciate it, yeah. so I hope it doesn't. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't know why, and that's, that was my other question, maybe my question to you guys, like, did y'all enjoy the first one? Because I felt like people enjoyed it, but also that it got kind of a bad rap, and I didn't understand mm. why. I enjoyed it. Like I, I, I mean, I saw what people were saying, and they were trying to talk about a little bit about some race issues, and you know, and what they had. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, but you know, looking a little bit forward into it, it was a fun movie. I really got into it. It kept my attention. Um, I do like the use of how they, you know, they when you got small, like what it means to be in someone's bag. Like, imagine right. if you was in somebody's bag. What would that be like with crumbs and papers and pens and everything? So I like I like that aspect. That they really pay attention to the, what happens when you are small. Um, right. So I enjoyed the movie. I had no, I didn't have any major problems with it. Uh, no, I loved I, it. I didn't see it. <laughs> Ooh, Nick. <laughs> uh, I do understand why people also have a problem with it beyond the race issues, though, mm -hmm. is that it's like um, Marvel has this formula. Like, they did Iron Man, mm -hmm. and then they did Ant-Man, which is like Iron Man who gets small, and right. then they did, you know, Doctor Strange, which is Iron Man with magic. And so it's like the same, you know, type of story over and over again. So I do understand mm -hmm. that. But um, I love uh, Evangeline Lilly, so I'm super hyped to see um, <laughs> this joint, because, yeah, yeah, that's Kate. <laughs> that is. That's right. Yeah. That is. So I'm I'm hyped for it, you know. And I and I think the thing is, like everybody's been saying that it the laugh movie, not after Black Panther, but after Infinity War drops. I think you're gonna need that because I think Infinity War is gonna end on a really mm. bad note for a lot of people. So yeah. I think they want to have like you know some happy afterwards. Yeah, I've already heard rumors. This is why I don't like having friends who work in Disney merchandise. Um, <laughs> calling some couple oh, of friends yeah. out. Oh yeah, They talk sometimes. They if you give them a couple of drinks, they may say something. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you, Ben. I mean, you're right. I mean, I feel like they're gonna give us a lighthearted some. You know, a few of those things before this comes through. 
probably want to think about it, but yeah. I want a high body count for uh, Infinity Wars. They can take out everybody, everybody? who's not black. <laughs> <laughs> I see a theme this episode. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I do think I think I do think this is going to be a setup for the next phase, though. I feel like that, um, just because. Um, just because you think about it, it's going to be where they, I think they're going to be more diverse, but I think this is how they're going to set it up by getting rid of some of these folks. So we'll see. We will definitely see. And some video game news. So Soul Calibur 6 is coming out this year. Oh, I, I, when's the last time Soul Calibur came out? Yeah, word. I'm like, word. <laughs> <laughs> I was just in shock. I don't even know when it, the last game came out. Four or five years ago? It has to be a minute. It, it was definitely a minute ago. Wow. So, so they uh, did some new character releases. So we already know Mitsurugi and Sophia is going to be in the game. Yes, God. So also included Nightmare, Keelik, uh, Zheng Hua, and this newcomer, his name is Graw. Yeah. No, no, no. Shang Shua was my bitch. That was my character, so I <laughs> fucks with her. Now, see, they haven't announced my baby yet, but um, it's Ivy Who's Valentine. Uh, oh, are you a good Ivy? Now, look, if you really know how to handle Ivy, then you are absolutely lethal as a player. No, like, I've seen. Have you? I don't know if you guys watch like Evo or any of those stuff, but I've seen some lethal ass Ivies in my life. My God. Now, I was a beast with her in Soul Calibur 2, which I think is one of the isn't the best one out of the series. But mm. Soul Calibur 3, they tweaked her, and like she didn't feel as fluid as I thought she was on the previous game. Mm-hmm. And then 4 was just, ugh. And so I kind of just got away from it. But Soul Calibur 6, for me, is a day one cop, and I will be giving out these hands. <laughs> just in case anybody want to test it you can find me porter porter for life ben have you ever rocked with soul caliber yeah definitely um i used to play with i know cervantes i i was yeah. rocking with him and who's my man who looked like uh he was down for snm all day Valdo with the big Valdo, Valdo, yeah. Yeah, boy, I laid, I laid out many an ass ripping with that dude. Yeah, that that's my dude. And at one point they had a guy who had nunchucks, right? Kill it. Uh, no, that's that, no, no. Uh, what was that? Um, uh, Moxie uh, or Moxie, 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 Moxie. Yeah. Maxie, Moxie, Maxie, whatever. And he, it was like kind of like he had like a dance, or she had like a dancing style with the nunchucks. No, Maxie's a guy. Okay, yeah, and he yeah. but he had like the dancing style with the nunchucks, like he. Had a lot of kicks and sweeps and yes, yes, yeah. I used yes. to. Oh, I used to. Yeah, Killick yeah. had the bow staff. Has yeah. Staff. Okay. And he could climb up it once on one move. I was like, okay, he's yeah. in my pajama. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love oh. those bloodshots. They were so well animated. Like just that game was really well done with the weapons and styles. Like everybody having different styles of fighting and stuff. Mm. I mean, Soul Calibur was the goat. Like when when it first came out on Dreamcast, that was hell insane. yeah. yeah. That was an era. That was the era. Yeah, that's all I did. You would do them cheap-ass ring outs. I hate you. I hate you. Especially with the nunchucks, because you just sit there, whap them, whap them, whap them, and, you know, they just keep backing up. So you spamming, you spamming uh, (laughs) brain hits, and then spamming ring outs. Nice. Get your ass out of here. (laughs) See, I wish I I knew this joy that y'all have for video games. I'm still struggling 
with video games because I don't play them. The last video game I really played was Street Fighter. That was back in college in the 90s. So that was like the last time I've actually... So wait, you don't, okay, wait, you don't play any type of game? I mean, because I know some people will try to be like, you're not no real gamer, but you don't play any games? I play games, like, like, categories and taboo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, electronic games? Oh, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So no, wait, wait, so wait, is, why is like that? Like, seen it. <laughs> is that because you have time or you're not interested? Um, well, one, I don't have the, the I don't have the, what you call them, the consoles? Like, I don't have... You can't console, Joe. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, yeah. Well, I played the X-Men game, though. I played the X-Men game at the at the arcade, but that was that was in college, too. That came out in 1993. I, but yep. That's when I, that's I, when I started college. Oh, you one of them. Well, listen. <laughs> uh, the reason why I ask is because if it's just a... It's one thing just to not have it. <laughs> you one of them. Like you don't have a system. <laughs> I'm not have time. Um, no, I. Because I, the, the reason why I ask is not to make fun of you or yeah. try to lambast you about it. It's because I, I'm just trying to like show you that you have options. Like now, yeah, I, I actually know. have an option that will work for you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got the switch. You sound, you sound. You talking to him like he an addict. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make him into an addict. No, I know. <laughs> but you have. No, you have. I was. I was about to say that you have a switch. I, I tell anyone who kind of used to be a gamer, but it's kind of funny about it now, go get the Nintendo Switch. You will thank me for the rest of your life. That is the system. Okay. Right now. You know, I'm, I'm going like to set time Like, whether or not you know video games yeah. like that, like, you don't have to have a big uh, video game mind to play those things. Yeah. Like, like it's all the, you know, the original stuff, like, like Mario and all that other stuff, but you get to have a little bit more fun. So just, just try it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to set some time out this summer. To do okay. it, to right. do that, just because no, you're not. I'm, the, I'm the avid gamer. I'm, whew, the backlog of games that I have, y'all. What is your game now? Well, I just finished God of War Three, the remaster for the PS4. Um, I'm doing Monster Hunter World, but I have to, you know, I'm a trophy hunter, so. Oh, oh, you wanted M's. Okay. <laughs> Play a game and play a game and play a game and play a game and play a game. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's me. And we do have some more gaming news and the Overwatch news. Oh, that's that's Ben's game. I, I haven't played Overwatch since like. Oh Lord, <laughs> let's go. Let's talk about it. So Mercy got. I don't know. They nerfed her? Got nerfed. Nerfed. Oh. Got, she got nerfed again. Uh, how do you nerf a healer? Listen. She's a, a healer. So her Valkyrie, which <laughs> lasted for 20, 20 seconds, now lasts for 15 seconds. Oh, bitch. Her speed bonus is reduced to like 50%. Mm. Oh, bitch, they made her slow. And now, instead of reviving two characters, she can only revive one. What? Yeah. So I'm Man, like... Did you know this? This just came out, like, this week. I think we're going to spend for a second. <laughs> no, 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 no. no um, I, I was just waiting because it's not that... I mean, it hurts, but it's not, like, that big a deal. Because Why? The, the big deal was when they did the Valkyrie mode to Mercy in the first place. Because when they switched it where she couldn't 
where she couldn't heal the whole team at once. I mean, you know, resurrect the whole team at once. Yeah. That was the big change. And then when they switched her to this Valkyrie mode, it made her really dope and just slightly overpowered. But just slightly, and that's my point. So why are you going to make it worse again? Because it's not, I mean, because it was slightly overpowered. So now she's about right, you know, and they'll, they'll still tinker with it. And, like, you can still whoop major ass. It's just like the Valkyrie mode made it where it was like, if you have a team that's even slightly together, you're going to win the game or you're going to get that next push to the objective when she turns it on. There's like no way because, you know, if you have like three or four people with you, she can heal them all once and they just mob through the whole, you know, whatever. Right, I can see. But but that's if you're working with a good team. Like if your team is that good, like if they're just standing ass, that no. yeah. shooting, you'll be straight, you know. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, she wasn't the only one that got a little nerve. Junkrat, he got a little. Fuck that bastard. Listen, forever for life. Yes. Wait, well, listen, Jump Rat is actually, if you know how to use that's another one, like, you really got to know how to use them for it to work for you. But not, <laughs> but not really. Not yes, really. But yes, really. I know before in the, in the olden days, they used to just spam Junk Rat uh, grenades no. and now at the end of it. No, see, you haven't played in a while. Now, that what, the way that they changed was that Junk Rat can throw two mines. Uh-huh. So, hmm. so players will throw one, bounce into the air, and then and throw another it. one. No, wow. yeah, and, yeah. What's the problem? Well, like, he can just blow them up. And then he can throw two minds in people's faces and blow yeah. their ass right up. So Yeah, so what's the problem? Let's see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I just never had a problem with Junkrat, so. Yeah, I mean, I played, so. Man, I played the other day, and dude, like, all I kept hearing was that tire. It was just like every other <laughs> minute that tire was coming rolling down the you know street. Like, oh my god, he was moving the niggas shit scurry out. like roaches when that tire. No. <laughs> Victor, do you have no idea what we're talking about? I have, I have kind of an idea. They sound like GI Joe names, and that's why. I, I could talk about GI Joe all day. That was my life when I was a kid. But, what? Uh, Who's your favorite joke? Well, there's a few. Um, okay. the, on the Joes, my favorite was Lady J, um, Storm. Nope, that's no. Well, he wasn't really a Joe yet. Snake Eyes, Scarlet, and um, Flint. Just kind of those. There was those. Oh, you like Flint? Flint. <laughs> Flint was also a crush too. Flint was a crush for me. So that Lady J because of the javelins. Yeah. Scarlet because of that crossbow. I mean, snake eyes and storm the snake shadow. eyes, yeah, snake eyes. I always when I played them, I had Scarlet and Snake Eyes as a couple because I felt like, and then the comics kind of had them with this interesting yeah. cast. Oh, yeah. So that, I kind of played that. that. I didn't. Yeah. Duke to me was like, okay, you just, of course, you gonna be the leader because you're blonde. But besides that, I <laughs> like that. But when it came to the Cobras, Destro. That was who I wanted to be. I wanted to be oh, Destro. Yeah. Destro, because he has an interesting past. Destro had that past where it was like he comes from supernatural stuff. Like when that time, it was an episode where Lady J and they're supposed to be cousins or distant cousins because they got this house or something. But um, there was like this mystical witchcraft element to Destro. The Baroness is always fly. I love the Baroness until they messed her up in that movie. And then... Um, I'm going to always be a big fan of Cobra Commander because I always felt like he never got the respect he should have all he should have got. I mean, 
he comes from another place. He came from Coverline, try to get this stuff together. Didn't work out. Then they took her and bring up Serpentor. I hated Serpentor. And, <laughs> and then Galabius and them showed up from Coverline talking about, you know, we're going to get rid of you, Cobra Commander. Turned into a big snake. Um, and then just left him out there. But he got to come back as himself in the later cartoons. But Cobra Commander will be the top person. I will always have respect for him. Yo, this is hilarious because this is the second time today that Cobra Lai has been mentioned in a conversation. Cobra Lai was to, uh, my jam. That whole movie, yes. Yep. No, all right, well, I was talking to uh, Young Guru today, Shouts, and he brought up Cobra Lai. So I haven't talked about Cobra Lai in like 20 years and <laughs> twice in one day. So, yeah. Cobra Lai. Like, there we go. Besides yeah. Cobra Commander, I don't know shit about what y'all talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, mm, okay. I know they had that cartoon movie. Well, you movie saw how it was. With the, the Cobra. Yeah, go ahead. I know they had the cartoon movie. They had the, the theme song, and they were like, Cobra! That's all that, the, that theme song. <laughs> that theme song was live. <laughs> and I like Cobra Commander because I like his look, so I think it's a look, um, and that's it. <laughs> like, I don't know anything else about it. I'm, if y'all get a chance, look at the movie. I mean, the movie was, it didn't do so well. Movie. Yeah, the cartoon movie it didn't do so well. It was because, you know, Transformers movie was supposed to be the kickoff to have. Because remember, I think, um, Nick, you remember that the plan for Hasbro was to do several movies. There was, you know, there was yeah. Transformers, and then there was um, G.I. Joe, and then it was later, it was supposed to be a gem one, but that never yeah. came because it of. It got cut because of the, the response to the yeah. movies. And so. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that movie, that changed the game for me. I remember, actually, sad story. I stole Galabius. He was the leader of Cobra Lot. I stole him at Walmart. I went into Walmart, took him out of the wrap. <laughs> took him out because it was, you could buy three. It was three of them you can buy at once. And I just took wow. him out of the wrapper, walked around Walmart, swinging him around. Like, you know, like, oh, I'm just playing around with this little thing I found on the street. And then walk right out. But anyway. Um, wow. <laughs> but yeah, My well, hey, that's what that's life in the South. But what I'm saying is, Cobra Law. That was an interesting concept. When I think about it now, like it's a little corny, but it was an interesting concept to know that that was their plan. And then if you look at it, the fact they had, um, oh, what's her name? Because you can actually get her character. I mean, you can get her action figure. There was a uh, Pythona. That was a badass character. She was like the like the assassin or something like that. Well, no, I think Nemesis was supposed to be the assassin, but she was like, you have to watch it. Watch the first, at least the first 15 minutes because it's an introduction of her breaking into um, the Cobra base. And so that was like really interesting too. But again, jumping on something totally different, G.I. Joe was my stuff. And so that's, wow. wow. I can go down a bad trail with G.I. Joe, but anyway, we'll just leave that alone. <laughs> I didn't mean to go there. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, we keep taking y'all off topic. No, no, no. <laughs> this is this is fine. We all the time. We we like doing this, but that's no big deal. But I wanted to jump into something else because this came out recently, and I don't know if y'all even saw it, but this is something that kind of starts a, a argument every time on Twitter. So, um, OG Chris Chris Claremont basically said that he never understood why Storm and Black Panther was ever together. He thought it was ridiculous, basically. Yeah. 
No, 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 he's uh, absolutely. Uh... What'd you say, Ben? <laughs> huh? What'd you I, say, Ben? He's absolutely what? I said he's 100% correct. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, that was a whole retcon. Like anyone who's yeah. been reading it, you know, forever, that's a retcon. Yeah. They were never together. And when they, and one day Marvel decided, okay, we are two biggest black characters. Yeah. They should be together. Yeah. And that's so fucking silly to me. And I've always hated it. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't, you know, I, and I still think it's silly when people are like, oh, no, I can't wait for them to get the, you know, right so Storm can be in the movies oh, and she can marry Black nope. Panther. Like, shut up. Nope. I don't want her to marry Black Panther. I want them to let Storm be Storm for yeah. real by her damn self. Yeah. Yes. Like, don't marry yeah. her off or give her to nobody. Yeah. Let her be there. Let her be present and alive in this universe yeah. first. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, I grew up reading X-Men, and so I remember when that story was told because... What they did, and for those who don't know, if you ever get a chance to dig it up, you can probably find it anywhere. I think it was um, Marvel Team Up 100, and it was introduction of Karma, one of my favorite new mutants, Karma, um, and her brother. And but in the like at the end story or whatever, it was about when Storm and T'Challa, you know, like they kind of cross paths over something they like. Oh, remember something happened a long time ago, and they talk about when they did meet. But they were kids, but they wasn't, like, trying to, like, you know, hunch on each other. They were like, we're dealing with the situation. We deal with it. We go on our own separate paths. And I appreciated that story. Like, you know, great. They knew each other. But, yeah, when they try to put them together, and I, I bought the comic, when the wedding. I did all that stuff. But I was sitting there like, this is ridiculous. So I was very happy to see that Chris, Chris said no. No, this shouldn't. This should not be. I mean, he wrote the character for many years and gave her so much stuff. I just recently reread the Dark Phoenix saga because we wanted, you know, Gene is coming back, which I need to get that comic today. Um, and so, you know, just rereading that um, and just thinking about how he wrote the comic. Like, we don't even see that style of writing anymore to some degree. Um, oh, thank God. You didn't like? No. Wait, hold up, hold up, Ben. No, because I, I kind of like what way he. I, I like the way he described oh, when things happen to everything. <laughs> but I like that though. Like it. it for example, when oh, I went. Okay, but okay. So I, many words. It was a lot of words. So many words. But because of him, I learned a lot of big words. Because Storm always had the best lines and always had the yes. big words that I didn't know at the time. So she will say stuff. I'm like, let me look that up. I'm gonna start using that in sentences and stuff. And between her and Professor X, they always had the best big words and sentences. But you know, you're right, there was a lot of stuff. But I like the way he described things. Like there was a when they were fighting um Proteus Proteus, there's a part when he attacks the Phoenix. I say the Phoenix because it wasn't really Gene, for those who didn't know. Um, but when he attacked her, they, they described, like, imagine being dead um, for a year and imagine how you would feel if you could feel. And I was like, wow, I never thought it. Because normally you'll see somebody get attacked and you see them scream. But I like that he used to ex explain what what that feeling is so you can be like, oh, okay. But I do agree. Yeah, it's a lot of words. But I kind of like a little bit of that. It was just a little too much. I mean, I loved it. I mean, you know, growing up, it was my greatest thing ever. But mm -hmm. I think there's other writers who've done, you know, great jobs on the X-Men. I love Grant Morrison. He's one of my favorites. And just in general, though, I like Storm by herself, for yeah. one. And if not by herself, I always loved Storm and Forge. Yeah. And that was, like, the original relationship to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I just never understood the Storm on Black Panther. But I'd much prefer just to see Storm you know, done right and done by herself. And I don't need to see, you know, this connection with any dude. That's, 
that's not her. Like, she is an independent woman. Let her shine. So, yeah. You're totally right. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I'm not in the business of getting putting black <laughs> characters together just because they're black. Oh, God. Yeah. It that's reeks okay. of, like, breeding, like we're dogs or something, and I'm not with it. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah, that's, yep. a good, that's a very good yeah. way to look at it. it. Yeah, it does. Very much so. I hate it. For slavery. That's what it, it reads to slavery. It's like, oh, or, or or tokenism even. It's like, oh, you know, here's a black character and here's all the biggest black character. They got to be together, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I was happy Y'all. to see that Chris thought that was ridiculous, and it really was. I hope they don't try to revisit that. I really hope Marvel don't try to revisit that. I don't think they will, but... I don't think they will. I think they're a little smarter now. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know, but there's a large segment of the fans who really you know, who grew up on that now and think that mm-hmm. that is the way it should be. So that's... I, uh, I think after seeing Black Panther, they won't. <laughs> true, true. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope so. I really do. Because I don't want to say no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah. Again, I was glad to see that. Um, don't want to see... I don't know. No, I don't want to see Stormy anybody right now. Or Yuriko. She could be with her. Is that how you pronounce her name? What's her name? Who? No, um, the she. Oh, was, oh yeah, you're, yeah, uh, Yukio, I think. Yeah, or you, yeah, Yukio or Yuriko, yeah. Yeah, I could kind of see that. I can that that might be fun to play with because she was kind of the one who kind of opened Storm up to her, you know, adventurous side. So why not? Uh, yeah, but I, I do like. I mean, I wouldn't like, you know. But at the same time, Storm is like. It's, I mean, I don't know. She just needs to be by herself first. Yeah, Especially yeah. yeah. In, Especially in the movies, you know, there's no way they could, like, start up any type of, you know, let me have Storm with a relationship suddenly. <laughs> true. Yeah. That's true. So, Dick, do we have anything else on the tea table? Victor. Well, I think we don't yeah, have, we have Yeah, oh. we do have uh, Nick. Uh, one more. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Nick, where are you at? Where are you one more piece of news, and this is kind of a bummer. So this uh, out a gay uh, storm chaser mm-hmm. was found dead on a gay cruise. What? Uh, yeah, it was pretty traumatic. He's a Wait, discovery. Was it foul play? No. Well, depending on how you look at it. Oh. I've seen enough Law and Order episodes to. I'm mad at that. I can make a case about this. So he's a Discovery Channel host. Joe Taylor was found overdosed uh, at a cruise, a Royal Caribbean cruise, um, by Atlantis events. And Atlantis, they do a lot of gay cruises and whatnot. Mm. You see this a lot on those kind of cruises um, where people take ecstasy, they take all these pills and all this stuff, laced up and whatnot, which God knows what, shove them up their noses. And whatnot. He was dead on the ship. Now, even before the ship set sail from Puerto Rico, they were people were arrested for for bringing drugs in. So it's like, how did they even get in there if they were already arrested? I mean, people. Look, people bringing contraband everywhere, regardless of all of the precautions against it and and uh-huh. all of the ways people search i mean you if you have enough foresight you can pretty much get anything into anywhere so i you know i'm not surprised that it still made it on the ship but that's sad it's now crazy. yeah 
Well, did he have like a big like discovery show? You say he was one of the storm chasers. Yes. Mm. And I've seen, well, I've heard of a lot of people on like going to these uh, PMP parties uh, that have all these kind of drugs. You know, first they'll start out with the poppers, and mm. then they'll go on to something else, and then something else. That then like once you know you shooting up and doing heroin or heroin. As my mom likes to call it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! What is a P and P party? Like, what is, what is the, what's the what's the actual what what what's that an acronym for? Vic, do you want to? I don't explain a P and P party. Okay, I'm gonna be really ugly. That's 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 a lot of that's what a lot of white gays do. I don't really don't know what I don't know what black gays do. We, I mean, our drug is alcohol. But besides that, <laughs> the P, these P, P and P, I, I want, I'm assuming that it's more of like the poppers and kind of the uppers and downers. They're like these little molly, like they, it's like uh, that type no, of stuff. I, I got that part. I was just trying to understand, was there like, is P and P, does that stand for something? It probably. Yeah, it's, it stands for party and play. Okay, um, there we um, go. That's all I needed to know. Party I get and it play. Now. Yeah. yeah. All right. Ben's <laughs> like, is this a new market for DJ? <laughs> no. Oh. I've been at some of those, and I, you know, oh, no. did not know you were at one of those. I've DJed at you know various events in my time. Uh, yeah. I see. Yeah, I've, I've done. Person. You know, I actually once rocked the Republican um, congressional caucus. How dare you? <laughs> money talked. How long ago was this? <laughs> Somebody's having intervention on that mega machine. It was like right. It was right after. It was right after Bush won, or like right before he won too. So it was like it was really bad. Oh, you was in a sunken place, man. I see you. Oh, I was all, all in it, all in it. I played Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> I know they ate that up. <laughs> Yo, right, let, me, let, me, let me tell you, this is like one of my greatest nights of DJing because like I, I'm rocking it, you know, and then mm. I play Sweet Home Alabama and they're going nuts, and then they look up and see this dread in the booth, you know, just rocking out, and you know what are they gonna do? I got my check. <laughs> And BB King performed. I got to see BB King. So oh, okay, you know, well that's that's a good yeah. thing. Shit. That's a good thing. Fucking place ninjas. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Suck this is. Play Superman. <laughs> but yeah, these type of parties they happen a lot. I mean, they they have white parties. It's called they have the white party. They have these circuit parties. I mean, this is stuff that you know a lot of. I'm just being real, and y'all can come at me online. A lot of white gays do. Um, again, when we have parties, it's like. As long as we got the wings and Hennessy, that's all we really need for a party. Um, but, you know, other places, they like to do a lot more. I've seen it, and I'm like, okay, I'm always, my my I, I always have, like, a, a, my face is always twisted when I'm a, see that. I'm like, okay, I don't know why you need all that, but all right. But I don't believe in any drugs except for, I mean, and I'm not really a big fan of alcohol anyway, but mm -hmm. if you want to drink, I don't have no problem. If you want to smoke weed, I don't have no problem, but that's mm -hmm. where it stops for me. Yeah, yeah. I don't condone any other substance. I really don't. Yeah, I'm scared of weed. Actually, I'm scared of it, but I've never that's done fine. it. That's fine. It won't I, kill you, but that's fine. I know. I, I've never done it. I'm, I'm, I'm curious about it, but I'm always like, I don't want to. I think if I do it, I'm gonna start telling people's bit. Like, I think I'm gonna start telling business and getting paranoid. I don't know. <laughs> I'm scared you of it. Do anything laced with it. Well, right. I mean, but everyone reacts differently to it, and it depends. Like, are you smoking it? Or are you eating it? It depends. Like, you know, if you're eating a, a brownie or a cookie or something. Well, uh, we have plenty of places. I We have, like, so Damn, many... you are in L.A. Yeah. Right. I don't even know why he's... <laughs> what? Like, they are literally around the corner. Like, there's 
like four within my neighborhood in North Hollywood. So I'm just like, if I ever right. want to. Well, see, that's interesting because it's also related to the story, uh, the story of the storm chaser. Like, it's now it's, I mean, drugs for the most part have always been pretty prolific throughout the country, but especially now that weed is legal, uh, recreational weed is legal in LA and Cali, really. Do have you seen any difference? Mm-hmm. Nah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Why is Victor? Because he's been there for a minute. You, I mean, you, you've been living there for a little bit, Ben. But I think how long have you been there, Victor? I've been, I've been here for about ten, a little bit over ten years. Yeah. So I, I wonder if I mean it's still kind of early, but I wonder if yeah. anything's changed besides more money going to the government. <laughs> no, you know, it, it feels, it feels the same. I mean, the people who were that I know who were using it and getting it, they still feel the same. They have more options now, more access to it. You don't have to sneak around, be kind of, kind of on the low. Well, you still kind of got to be on the low, still federally. Yeah, but the neat thing is, when the some of the people who were selling it, it was almost kind of cosmopolitan. Like it was almost kind of how interesting how they would do it. Like for example, I was at a party, um, and it was like, oh yeah, you know, I'll say and like Joe, JoJo's coming over. Like what JoJo's gonna do? Oh, he he has like a bag of tricks and things, and I was like, oh, okay, and JoJo shows up and. Hey everybody! I got some new stuff. It was like a Tupperware party for weed. Like it was like that type of stuff, and it was just so casual. And I was like, I've never seen this. I've come from a, I came from Tennessee where people were you had to go on the corner or they go behind Kroger's to do it, but <laughs> but no, it's just like a party. Bring it in. It's try it. You know, try a little bit. See if you like. It. If you don't, do this. It was just really fun and neat. I didn't do it, but it was very cosmopolitan. The thing that I want to see is because um, now they made it, it's supposed to be illegal to actually smoke on the street. Right. And nobody here. But Yeah, but that's the thing. And like everywhere I've been in Hollywood, especially, man, you go out to a Hollywood bar, you have a drink, you step outside and mm-hmm. smoke a joint. Yeah. And then walk right back into the bar, like yeah. no problem. He's right. He's right. Especially yeah. if you walk around Hollywood. Hollywood, you, may, you can get high just walking around Hollywood. So, man, yeah. <laughs> Oh, y'all puffing like that? My God. Right. Shoot. At the yeah, Grove? I mean, I, uh, yeah. But I'm trying to go to work. I ain't trying to get a buzz. My God. I'm telling the truth. Like, at the, like, I'm, I'll never forget the Grove. I walked around. People just, you know, smoking, having a good yeah. time. Um, there. Um, went into Green, uh, Golden go Apple one day. That, that was funny because they were sitting out here. There were some guys out here reading comics and just getting high. I'm like, okay, well, great. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, I don't. I don't have a problem with weed and all that stuff. But see, like, just the fact that, like, I don't even know the full circumstance behind that death that you guys are talking about. But that's one of the primary reasons why I do not mess with any other or condone any other drug. Like, why would you want something that could? Why would you want to? I mean, is, is that high that necessary? I know there's a lot that goes behind it, but to put your life in danger every time you use it, yeah, it's not like weed where you can do it and you, you can't die. Yeah. With alcohol, if you overdo it, yeah, you're pushing it, but but some people know their limits. I just feel like there's always a chance you're going to die when you use any of that hard stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, so rest in peace, but damn. That's, that's I know. Bad. Y'all need to be careful out there in these streets. I mean, there's no... You ain't got to do all that to have a party. Just, you know, get with your friends no. and just be seen. If you know how to dance, dance, whatever. Just don't... <laughs> it's just not that deep. It's just not that no, deep. Yeah, don't do too much. Don't do too much. Damn. And with that, let's clean up these tea teapots and tea kettles and teacups and all that jazz and let's take a break. All right. 
Universal FanCon is a brand new convention coming to the Baltimore Convention Center in April of 2018. FanCon will be a round-the-clock event featuring comics, cosplay, gaming, celebrity guests, music, and more with a focus on diversity and inclusion. Get your tickets now at UniversalFanCon.com because geek is universal. And we are back. We hope you all enjoying this show of Megasheen. We're chilling with fan bros. We got Tatiana King-Jones. Mm-hmm. And we got DJ Ben Amin. <laughs> so let's get down to King Size issue. Because, you know, it's 2018. And what's better than being black? Being super black? Being blackity black. Blackity black, exactly. <laughs> so let's get into this whole... Let's, a renaissance of black cinema, or not even black cinema, but black media. Okay. And we kind of saw this midway in uh, 2017, you know, with shows like Atlanta, we saw Insecure, and now we have Black Panther, we got Black Lightning, we got the mm-hmm. second season of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We have all this black media coming out. Yes. So, what are your all's thoughts in about about it i I, we talked you know what that's funny because we we talked at length about this um later on like like at the tail end of 2017 just how beautiful it is and Mm -hmm. how how not just empowering but validating as well because it's not just like you just see just a bunch of things with the word black in it but you also see various facets of yourself and of people you know and of people around you, black people around you in these shows. And you get to, you're finally just touching just the very tip of the iceberg of, and of course, and I'm only speaking from the American perspective, but you're seeing just at least a portion of the different facets of blackness. And Mm -hmm. it makes me so happy. Like I, I see myself or I'm starting to see myself in these projects so mm-hmm. it, it it just makes me like smile with pride and it also shows that we now have the lane is becoming wider that now uh like you mentioned all these shows and like stuff like blackish and grownish and insecure and atlanta and all that now you these people that are controlling the, 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 the have the keys to the doors and, the, and you know the gatekeepers they're seeing what's happening they've seen the revenue coming they're seeing all the popularity so that's helping to bring in more uh more more creatives and more people who have new ideas and hopefully it's going to continue to expand yeah i mean i, I can't say anything <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and i remember yeah, against marshawn lynch yeah, yeah, son. Word up, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, I can't even say it any better than that. I, I, I'm just happy that, like you said, that it's not just you know black in the title. That it's not like another homeboys in outer space type era. Oh my goodness. You know, where it's, yeah, you know, because it could be that. You know, yeah. I, I love that there's people who have creative control and people who are creating these projects. You know, mm-hmm. going to the Black Panther press, everybody up on stage and them talking about it. And I'll say this, like, this this is still, I've been telling them ever since I came out of there. The illest thing to me right now is Ryan Coogler. Because this brother is up there on stage with the thickest Oakland accent. Oh, were you? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yo, it is, I mean, like, you know, everybody, you know, because, like, one, I didn't know Letitia is uh, British, or, you know, yeah. I think she's British. Letitia, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she yeah. is? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I didn't, yep, I had no idea. So she she pops up with her accent. Well, she used, you know, everybody, yeah, she used, did she use that, her, her real accent uh, on Black Mirror? Yeah. Okay, I haven't seen yeah. the episode of Black Mirror. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so, um, so she's, you know, do, you know, everybody up there is doing, you know, different accents, there's Americans, et cetera, Kevin Fahey's up there. You know, straight white dude, just <laughs> a lot of normal white dude. And then Ryan opens his mouth and it's like DJ Quick or, you know, Too Short or Matt Trey, <laughs> you know, open their mouth up. And he's just like, yeah, man, you know, I wanted to make the type of movie I wanted to make. So, you know, you I went DJ to Quick. And it's just like, what? Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember Ryan. I think I want, if I'm correct, I want to say I remember hearing him or seeing him at USC because I think he's an alum. Of USC, I think he's the only USC, but um, yeah, you're totally right. Like I, that, to it's to have somebody outrageous. like that, yeah, to have somebody to speak in a in a way that you are in that you can recognize you're comfortable is always like a neat thing. Like I thought I was kind of a freak for feeling that way, but every time, I, every time I hear a Southern black person speak as something that's very prominent, or whatever, I really feel great. <laughs> I really do. No, nah, it is. It, because, you know, it lets us be ourselves. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's great that this brother can be himself and then work with Marvel and create a film like this that is just so great. And then, like you said, right after that, you know, we got Wrinkle in Time. You got um, Atlanta dropping right after that. Mm-hmm. Then Insecure comes back this summer. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, blackish, grownish, black lightning. It's a beautiful time right now. Yeah. I, I will say, Black Lightning has got to be the blackest show on TV. That I've seen and especially for the CW, a long time, especially for the white ass CW. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's excellent too. That's the other thing. It's yeah. not just black. It's right, an excellent show. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really enjoying it, especially you know when we think about Anissa. I'm saying if I say her name wrong, please correct me, Anissa. Just seeing that character because again, she's going to be one of the first um, lesbian superheroes that we have ever seen black lesbian superhero we've ever seen on TV and I like right. how she's not in a stereotypical look or, or whatever you would think of you know cause mm-hmm. she's not like I'm trying to think of black lesbians we've seen like you know we she's not like gosh you know Pusey or not even like the two <laughs> this is going she's not way Queen Latifah's character from Set It Off yeah it's not we're not really dealing with that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or the the two women and woman. Well, kind of. I was gonna say women in the Brewster place, but besides that, it's like we haven't really seen that at, in a while. It's been very few characters, and so to have her be there and to be an activist and to be herself and to be femme to some degree, you know, um, because you can argue about her braids and how that can make her kind of a you know, more of a lesbianish type of person, but. <laughs> Uh, I do like the fact that, you know, she's femme. She's allowed to be herself, and we don't really see that that much. So I'm I'm happy that they're giving us that character and, you know, and hopefully a good storyline. I You know, I'm, I'm going to still hold out because I'm like, it can go either way, but we, we hope that it'll be good. But it is glad. It's, 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 I am glad. Right. I can't even talk yeah. to that. I am glad to see that we are having a renaissance. And um, I don't know if y'all have watched Superstition, but it's also great to have a black supernatural show. Um, 
because we don't really don't see that either. We usually are side characters or whatever to supernatural shows. Um, but it's nice to have a family of black people who are involved in supernatural. So if you haven't seen that, that's on um, Sci-Fi with Mario Van Peebles. Uh, okay. But it's a pretty good show, and to have more of this is great. I know there's more to come, because I know there's stuff coming from Jordan Peele. I think it's the, oh, I can't remember the name of it. It's a book, but it's coming out as a show, I think. Something like County, something County, Lovecraft County. Is that the name of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Warcraft. Uh, no, no Lovecraft, Lovecraft County. Yeah. Got, remember, Matt Ruff. Yeah. Lovecraft country or Lovecraft country. No, Lovecraft country. Country. No, county. It's county because it is the county. Yeah. Oh, okay. no, no, it's, no, it's the country. I'm bugging here. It's Lovecraft country by yeah. Matt Ruff. Yeah. And, uh, it's an exceptional book, mm-hmm. and it's going to be an exceptional series. It's basically about a black family mm-hmm. in the 1960s joining the 1970s who encounters supernatural aliens. It's like a X-Files. It'll probably be like an X-Files type show hmm. with a black family. Yeah, and I remember listening to that on your on y'all's podcast, and I was like, that's going to be really interesting. But again, it'll be great because, again, we don't have that at all. Like, I was sitting down thinking, like, how many times have we actually really seen a show that is a black show that's really focusing on supernatural elements? Um, we really don't. Um, and so this is going to be really good to have more of that to come. Um, yes. So the the renaissance is growing i can't wait to see more there's a part of me that fears that you know it's going to be these weird copycats that's going to mess things up for a while but um who knows you know i i feel like cw i really hope they do right by black lightning and give it a shot that it deserves and not treat it like they did super no not supernatural sleepy hollow so i really am hoping that this really really goes somewhere i'm really excited for this I don't know how they would give it the Sleepy Hollow treatment when there's no white man to take it over. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I'm keeping it a buck. I mean, yeah. unless uh, Jefferson's uh, equivalent to Alfred, you know, starts kicking ass and whatnot, yeah. which I don't see that happening. But let's let's be possible. Let's let's, let's be positive. <laughs> so. Let, let's talk about like where where do we want to see black people i know we want to see black people in everything but right. where specifically like we know where uh we have the star trek discovery tv show mm-hmm. we're in space we're superheroes uh we're lawyers we're fixers where else do we want to see black people in cinema Oh, you said, I'm glad you said in cinema, because I was going to go be like, we need to be in every office in this damn country, (laughs) politically. Um, I want to see sci-fi. Like, I still think we we haven't, we have not tapped into the sci-fi thing. I mean, I'm, I'm myself, I am a writer. um, And that's, that's one of my, always been a love of mine, always been a forte of mine. And Mm -hmm. something I've always wanted to see, like, yeah, my, my big sci-fi writing love was, has always been Octavia Butler mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I want to see that come to the screen I want to see black particularly black women in in these spaces these times or time travel and maybe not to past maybe to the future but mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to I want to see stuff like that like I just because every single when you watch every single sci-fi stuff whether it's traditional or some new stuff it's like black people don't exist in the future yeah yeah. It's like, did we all die of some 
disease in the year 2020? Like, where do we go? And yeah. I, I've never understood that. And it's not until recently where you've seen us in things like the new Star Wars series that's been coming out. And when I say seen us, I mean prominent. Not like you just see a glimpse of a, of a braid in a picture or something like that. Like, we actually are in there doing a damn thing. Yeah. So I want to see us in, in sci-fi. And by sci-fi, I mean every aspect of it. Even from, like, if you think, look at it from, like, an anime perspective, like, if you look at, um, what's the giant robot giant? Oh, Pacific Rim. Like, Pacific mm-hmm. Rim 2 coming out, which is huge. And that's one where, you know, you do have a black protagonist. But, you know, I want to see black women in, in that space, too. Yeah. Totally right. Totally exactly. Right. I would love to see more black villains. Because I think sometimes that even when we're cast as villains, then we're played the stereotypical villain. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see us more complex. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like Lady Eve in Black Lightning. I yeah. think there's a lot to her character. Mm-hmm. And you saw that she didn't get... Oh, spoiler alert. You saw that when she was talking to um, Tobias, that she didn't make herself angry and she kept on smiling and whatnot. That's a villain that you need to be scared of. Mm-hmm. Is, is Joseph not doing a good job, by the way? I think she is. Now, okay. granted, that was the only that was the first time we saw her, okay. but that little bit of time, I think, mm-hmm. it solidified her as a villain. Okay, mm-hmm. but but I get what you're saying though. Like, I, I was, you know, what I also thought you were going to mention. Maybe you're about to mention it. Let me wait. <laughs> See what you got. Oh say. no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. That. Uh, particularly, especially writers of color, we're scared to put black people in the villain role because we don't want to keep we, we we're afraid of we're going to fall into that stereotype, mm-hmm. right? That the black person's always the bad guy or something mm-hmm. like that. But to your point, there's way much there's more to it. Mm-hmm. There is a way to do it and make it complex mm-hmm. and be more than just the the cardboard bad guy. Like there's mm-hmm. reasons for why people yeah. do what they do, and right. you know if you if you if you treat people of color, black people, like you treat the white characters where you don't think about their color. You think mm-hmm. about, okay, who are they are as a person? How did they get to the point that they got? What happened mm-hmm. to them previously and where are they going? Mm-hmm. I think that would be fabulous. Yeah. Like I remember, um, and if y'all seen this movie, the Firefly movie, um, it had, uh, I'm, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name because there's my do, I just mess up. He did play the villain. Um, even though he played the, he was also the, somewhat the villain in Doctor Strange, but he was the villain in Firefly. And it was interesting to see him as the villain because what he he believed what he was doing was right. And he kept saying that I'm, what I'm doing is saving people. I'm not causing a problem. I'm saving people. I'm trying to make things better for everyone else. By you know, by 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 taking back River Tam, he was like, "This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm trying to save everyone." But I like the fact that they used him um, as a way to kind of change the the face of what a villain is or what we've grown to know what villains are, and to right. see him play that character was really neat. I'm gonna have to look that up real quick. But yeah, it was. That's what I'm talking about. I would like to see that, and I agree with Dick. We need to have more black villains. I think that that's we, we are very multifaceted people. Why can't we be villains? That's the fun part of it. Um, if you read some of the old Black Panther comics, there are black villains, of course, but there are different types of black villains in that comic. Um, Moses Magnum, who was in the X-Men, he was a villain. He was a black man. I mean, it, it's nice to see that, but I like to see more of that as we go along and make it more complex. Don't make him like the victim of the streets. Like that's okay, but I want a different type of why you're a villain and what you're doing. Right. Apocalypse is black. 
Well, yeah, you can, yeah. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Come on, no, say what you gotta say. Say what you gotta say. No, I was just saying, you know, he's Egyptian in the comics, but, yeah. you know, that goes without saying that he wasn't, and that movie is terrible in general. Yeah, it but is But also, I, I think you just have to let people be, like you were saying, sometimes people say that, you know, oh, he's a stereotypical villain, but, you know, sometimes villains are stereotypical, you know, that much yeah. makes him a villain. And then people get mad because they're like, oh, the black person's playing the villain in this movie. <laughs> and it's like, well, you know, they're at least their character. And let the black person be the villain. Villain sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would also like to see more, and like Tatiana, and as well as Ben I mean, I'm a writer too. And so I want to see more queer people of color, especially black queers, in kind of the fantasy sci-fi horror genre i like to see them more in lead roles not the sidekicks or the ones who get killed and because i didn't see that i created my own webcomic where i have a queer black man in the lead um going through some issues so there i wanted that and i had to create that for myself but i do hope in the future we will have more black queer people in not only as leads, but also in these type of realms. Like we are seeing a little bit of it now, but I would love to see that. And I feel like as a writer, I have to, I have to kind of set the example. So I have to write these characters in there to make that happen. But I hope that other writers will be like, okay, we need to kind of change it up a little bit. We need to have, you know, queer people of color in different roles, leads, villains, what have you. Just something in that in the whole fantasy sci sci-fi geek world. We need to see that. So that's what I really want to see more of. And and to build a universe around that. Like, we have a lot, as black people, we have a lot of great folklore and a lot of great things we can use to really build up all types of universes. You know, we can take things from, even though people don't like to always go back in slavery, but there's a lot of great folklore that kind of came around that um, that you kind of use today um and and explaining some fantasy things or what have you so I, I i want to see more of that in the future as we move forward absolutely very much so so do you all see this like we're saying uh, this renaissance of black media do you see this as just a a blip in recent history or do you see this uh, ongoing event Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, I'll, you know why this is difficult? And I mean, I'm, maybe Ben feels the same, but it's difficult for me because I feel like, I always feel foolish regardless mm-hmm. of what I say because I feel like somebody going to go disappoint me. Like, whether right. it's, again, whether it's the gatekeepers or the creators or whatever, I just feel like somebody about to disappoint me. Or mm-hmm. I, I want to think positive, positively, though, and... If we look at it from the perspective of capitalism, if these things make money, they're going to make more. If these things continue to bring in revenue uh, unseen before, mm-hmm. they're going to. This is going to continue. Uh, and again, this is from a capitalist perspective. So that that's apparently that's the one language that works across the board in America. Um, from a social perspective, I really hope it's not a blip. If anything, I hope it's a chapter in a greater story. Hmm. Right. That you that you see more, yeah. that you see something different, that it it evolves. So it's 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 more people, different people. It's 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 more like you said. It's more queer creators. It's more queer characters of color in the spotlight. Like because that's like the next step. Because I feel like that's still missing. 
and and there, there's plenty of things and, and, and intersections that I still haven't had their platform yet. So if anything, I hope it's the start of a greater evolution. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think it is going to be a start of a greater evolution because it's like that's something that people uh, a lot of people told me, and I had to really realize. When Trump got elected, you know, it becomes that thing in in the greatest times of like or in the worst times for oppressed people is when they make their best art. Hmm. Yeah, I think we are seeing the reaction to already. And that's just going to continue. And like Black Panther itself is going to open up a whole new universe for Marvel to explore. And it's going to make so much money that they're not going to be able to ignore it because they're going to be like, oh, yeah, let's just give some more of that money. So. I think it's just the beginning of what we're going to see. You know, uh, Donald Glover has how many other shows coming to FX right now? You know, a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Like Jordan Peele is doing how many shows and movies right now? You know, you know, you see Ryan Coogler about to get it. It's just so many more and more, like more and more people. Once the door is open, the door is open, you know, and more and more people are getting in to let that door open. So no, I just think this is the very beginning. Yeah, I, I, I want to be, you know, optimistic and saying that oh, this is the beginning. This is gonna, this is gonna make us. But then again, I don't want to get bamboozled because, you know, as a queer person, we've always had to, we've always had to say oh, well, we have to wait our turn. We have to do this, you know. So it's. I want to, I want to be optimistic, but truthfully, I'll probably be in a, a wait and see approach. Yeah, but I do think, yeah. I do think things will get better. I really do. I, I mean, as I as you know, as thinking as as a writer, you know, you hope that one, you hope that somebody sees your stuff, but you also hope that as we continue to get into the rooms, that people will realize like, hey, we need to bring in more people, especially more people of color in this to make these stories more richer or make them stronger um, because we do need to make sure that is happening. And I hope people are waking up to that to realize like, yes, we need to keep doing this. We just can't stop um, with this. We have to keep adding in in order to tell better stories and stronger stories. Yes, absolutely. I just want everybody to win. I just want everybody <laughs> to. I'm just rooting for everybody black. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just want it to happen. I yeah. just like like the people who are, are 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 out there and executing. I just want it to happen. Yeah. Same. Same. And they are so humble about it too. Like I see, like people like Ava, like you said, like Ryan, like. All those people are so humble with it. And then that makes it even, it makes you feel like you're winning too. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you don't know them from Adam. But it makes you feel like, well, shit, if they can do it, then, you know, what's stopping me? And that, yeah, sometimes that's what you have to say to yourself. What's, what is, is that stop, like, what is stopping you? You know, like, if you want to make things happen, you have to do it. You have to actually make these things happen for yourself. You know, if you're not seeing it, you have to get out there and do it. I mean, that's one of the things I have to say to myself, like, is this worth, you know, am I, what am I doing this for? But I have to remember, like, I want to see this. If in that, that old saying, you know, be the change you want to be, or however it's said, then it, 
I have to make that happen. I have to do it. I have to do the work. I have to make sure that it's out there. I have to support others who are doing the work. I think when we are understanding that we do need to support each other, that becomes a very strong, powerful push. You know, we become a phalanx when you think about it because we are supporting each other and pushing each other to do better and be better. And I hope that we get out of... Sometimes Twitter, I, I go back and forth with it because I love Twitter, but sometimes I think we are we were not really being supportive in the ways we should be. So I think we should, you know, always try to support our black writers and creators who are trying to make these changes and do what they can. And if we can help, you know, improve their work, we need to come at it at a very, you know, loving way. Don't try to shade them. Cause I think people love to shade and hope to get attention um, and followers. But I think we need to kind of come in, you know, in the name of love, like, hey, I saw what you did. Let me help you. Or can I give you some advice to be better? So I do hope yeah. that is another way that we also come at each other is being supportive. Because I think when we become a strong force um, through support and through the love and through the encouragement, there I believe there's no way we can be turned back or turned down. I agree. Well said. I try. <laughs> I try. <laughs> Put and all them other ashy-ass Negroes that want to, <laughs> quote-unquote, throw shade, first of all, or say that something is gay. I saw one comment, like, oh, prostate exams are gay, or if a man sticks his ass. I'm like, listen. Yeah, I saw that bullshit today. That shit is that, so uh, ridiculous. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't you know see what? it. But how corny are you to still use gay as a euphemism for saying something's bad? Like, like, like what year are you in? Right. An insecure year. <laughs> don't, don't say that shit in front of me. That's all I have to say. Because. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. These but, hands. These but hands. But the same. But, these ivy hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the oh, same. Right. But so. at the same time, I mean, and I'm coming from this as an educator perspective. I feel like that, yeah, those people, I can't stand them, but I feel like we still have to educate them in some form or fashion. Um, and, and maybe I've been working at universities way too long, but I'd like that we have to still come at them like, okay, you got to get this out of your system and really try to get behind what's going on. Like, I really think that we still have to help some of these people get it together. At the end of the day. You're better than me because I'm not saving nobody. <laughs> no more, I'm done. Right. I'm done. Left behind. You want to you go eat a Tide Pod? Be my guest. Go drown. Because uh -oh. I just, I can't. Yeah. I can't. I, I, we gave you the danger sign. We told you over and over again. I gave you the directions. Yeah. I pointed you to the book. I gave you the new phone to Google it, and you still eating a Tide Pod. I'm done. <laughs> it was an open book test, and you still failed. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm saying, you're a teacher, so maybe that's why you have that. I just, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm done. <laughs> All 2018, I'm done. Right. So I do believe that brings us uh, into our show. Uh, Tatiana, uh, DJ Ben, I mean, tell us, uh, everybody, where they can find you and Fan Bros. Well, you can find us every week on SoundCloud.com slash Fan Bros. Uh, also, Fan Bros, uh, that's actually SoundCloud.com slash Fan Bros Show. Correct. Fan, yeah, FanBros.com. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram, pretty much everywhere at Fan Bros Show. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, all those places at DJ Ben Hameen, B E N H A M E E N. <laughs> he wasn't sure at first. 
<laughs> no, no, it wasn't that. I, I just like to do it slow so everyone gets it because people spell all kind of crazy ways. So, you know, <laughs> got to make sure people understand. You should be used to that, Butcher of Names. You should be used Ooh. to that. Oh, uh, I forgot that is. That's one of the titles. <laughs> He's like, true. Uh, but yes, Fan Bro Show, F-A-N-B-R-O-S <laughs> Show. You can find me, Tatiana King, T-A-T-I-A-N-A-K-I-N-G. I'm pretty much under Tatiana King on every platform online. Um, and if I am on a platform, you don't know my name. It's probably why I don't want you to find me. So don't ask me. <laughs> Word. And uh, Fan Bro Show is for all nerds. We do a podcast every week. We've had all kind of illustrious guests. Our latest show has the wonderful Cree Summer on it. Yes, yes that was a good right one. Now. I enjoyed that one. I really did. I did. I did too. Man. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was wonderful. Yeah, she yes. was so she was just so free, and I enjoyed that one. I like that. She was so yes. free. She, oh my gosh. And her kids, that was cute. Uh, thank you. Oh, and then also just mentioned, like I, I said it at some point early in the show, but uh Fanbro Show and Megasheen are also affiliates of Universal FanCon, which is the most inclusive, most dopest convention ever known that will take place in the, at the end of April 2018. So um, I'm sure you guys, the people who are listening, have heard of it. If you haven't, well, you're hearing it now. I'm telling you, before it's too late, get your tickets. The last time I said that about something, it sold out in two days. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying to tell y'all now, get your tickets for this convention. It's in Baltimore. And if you miss it, you are going to be sorry. That's right. Listen, I'm playing at what I'm wearing. I have been playing at what I'm wearing since December, so. And we still announcing guests. Oh, my God. Yeah. We all see who coming. Oh, yeah, my God. Some, <laughs> there are some big folks coming out, I've been told. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I heard something about Game of Thrones, so. Just saying. But you didn't hear that from actually you didn't hear that from us. <laughs> <laughs> and like always, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Porter Pizzazz, Victor's at Wonderman Five. The podcast is at Megashine Pod. We're on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Instagram. What else? Um oh, uh, oh no, right? Everything. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, we can join Megashane and Black Girl Nerds as we live tweet RuPaul's Drag Race, Season 3 of All Stars. Use the hashtag drag, y'all. You can join us there. <laughs> I love that. Um, you know, I, I, you know what? I'm going to save that for my, my write-up for the episode. So okay. You can find that on our, uh, <laughs> our upcoming website that i've been lying about <laughs> but it's coming it is just about it's coming. There. i gotta send a picture too yeah we we got a little tweaking to do but it's it's gonna be sickening yeah per usual mm-hmm. um anything else before we get up out of here no this was... thank y'all for having us we yeah. had a good time thank y'all for coming thank on you so much for coming yes yeah thank you so much for having us all right well, we'll let y'all go you know ben gotta go out there and write these shows and Tatiana gotta, gotta gotta keep us all in check. So, good night, everybody. Yeah. Working on it. All right. So we will see y'all next week, y'all.